I'm Dr. Joe Esposito, and welcome to our podcast for the health of it. Remember to subscribe to our podcasts, and I'll help you naturally get well and stay well. The information presented on this program is not intended to take the place of your personal physician's advice, and it is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Discuss this information with your own physician or healthcare provider to determine what is right for you. Are you suffering needlessly? Dr. Joe can give you advice on how to naturally get well and stay well. Dr. Joe Esposito. Today we're going to be talking about colds and flu and what to do to prevent them when you do feel the symptoms start to come on. So let's start off with a few tips to prevent colds and flu naturally. Now, flu season, well underway, cold season, well underway, and I receive a ton of questions on how to avoid the seasonal illnesses and how to stay well throughout the whole winter. Now, this is an important question because getting sick can stress your immune system, which then allows you to get sick again. So this can increase your risk of an autoimmune problem. If you have a thyroid malfunction, if you have a chronic illness, getting something like the cold and flu can often lead to having to take antibiotics, which typically, strangely enough, is not necessary when it comes to cold and flu. And the reason is that cold and flu are both caused by viruses. So if you're taking antibiotics haphazardly, it can damage your gut. Now, we're going to talk about the gut and how it relates to your immune system in just a second. But if you have an autoimmune condition, if you have rheumatoid arthritis, if you have lupus, if you have a thyroid condition, if you have a celiac disease, taking antibiotics can actually make the problem worse. So we, if, if you get sick, it weakens the immune system. The immune system goes crazy. It makes the autoimmune condition worse. And so you're kind of caught in a cycle. So it's not just getting sick for five or six days. It's what it can do to your body long term. So let's look at some of the top tips for natural ways you can support your immune system and prevent the cold and flu. Doing these things, hopefully, is going to ensure a strong foundation of health. And all you have to do is follow a few simple principles, and it's going to go a long way to decreasing your risk of cold and flu. So number one, probably most people, everybody, know, everybody knows this one already. Most people know it. Wash your hands frequently and thoroughly. This is the number one thing you can do to prevent cold and respiratory infections and flu. You must scrub your hands thoroughly with soap and water for at least 20 seconds in order to kill the viruses. So if you just go real quick under the water and you're done, it's not going to do it. So what is that? That's about how long it takes to see the, sing the ABC song, right? 20 seconds, about 24 letters, bop, bop, bop. Um, don't touch your eyes. Don't touch your nose. Don't touch your mouth. Don't put your finger in your ear. Because if you put your finger in your ear, your ear is a way that you can get infections into your body. That's why a lot of times when you get sick, you start to feel an infection on the side of your throat. So it's not only your mouth and your nose, but you can get infections actually in through your ears. So don't be shaking hands with people. Now's a good time to fist bump, touch elbows, wave. And people get it. No one's offended by that. And if they are, well, they got to listen to these shows and learn about how to get well. So it's a good time to have less contact, physical contact, with other people. Repair your gut. This is so important because your gut is the gateway to your health. 80% of your immune system is located in your gut. A while ago, I saw a commercial for this, and they were talking about yogurt. And they said, you know, 80% of your immune system is in your digestive system. And I thought, yes, absolutely right. Now, taking yogurt wasn't a good idea because the yogurt was loaded with sugar, and it was pasteurized. When you pasteurize it, you kill off the good bacteria, the, the probiotics that are in there, kill off most of them, I should say. And so yogurt, unless you make it yourself, probably isn't a good idea to build up your immune system. 
because it's sugar, it's dairy. Dairy's the number one food allergen there is. Um, and then once it's pasteurized, it destroys a lot of bacteria that are in there anyway. But I was happy to see that the commercial was saying that. So you want to make sure your gut is in tip-top shape. So the way we do this is one way is take a really high-quality multi-strain probiotic, and this is going to keep the levels of the good bacteria up in your digestive system to help fight off infections. One of the things I do every winter, I'm going to tell you the things I do, because I have, I, if you knew what I knew, you would do what I do. I take Dr. Joe's probiotics every day. It's one of the things I take every day. One of the supplements, can talk about several others that work really, really well. Second thing, right before I went on the air, one of our cameramen was talking about this. He goes, you talk about, you're going to tell me to cut out sugar, right? And I said, yeah, we are. So reducing your sugar and your alcohol consumption. Now, this is huge around the holidays because there's so many holiday treats out there this time of year, and sugar cravings can be a real bear. How many people have sugar cravings? Raise your hands. I think everybody. Because if you've heard my shows I've done on sugar, what happens is you put sugar in your body, and sugar stimulates a part of your brain called the nucleus acubens and other pleasure centers in the brain, and it releases dopamine. So you're getting high every time you eat sugar. Now, I don't know if you're like me, but if I have a piece of bread, you know what I want? Another piece of bread. So breads, cookies, cakes, donuts, pastas, it's all sugar. Even flat people say, what about organic wheat flour, Dr. Joe? It's organic. You always eat organic. It's still sugar. The endosperm, the part of the wheat that we make flour out of, most of the flour, is sugar. And so you got to cut out those breads, cookies, cakes, donuts, and pastas. It's really hard. So here's my tip for you. Don't start. Once you start, you're going to be consuming too much sugar, and that can suppress your immune system and make it more difficult for your body to fight off the infections, including things like the flu virus or even cold. Also leaves you open to gut infections, such as candida, SIBO, and this can suppress your immune system and cause something called leaky gut syndrome. Now, 30 years ago, 30 plus years ago, I was talking about something called leaky gut syndrome. And people thought it was crazy and it doesn't exist, and you know what you're talking about. Now, guess what? It's standard medical practice to look for leaky gut syndrome in progressive doctors. Some doctors are still in the dark ages. But what happens is you put something in your body that, that's not healthy. Let's assume it's gluten. Let's assume it's dairy, casein, the protein in dairy. So your immune system grabs onto this piece of thing, whatever it is, and drags it through the colon and takes it into the blood system and then brings it to something called the lymph glands. The lymph glands are the glands that swell up when you're sick. And the reason lymph glands swell up is because your body is filtering out junk. So if the lymph glands get clogged up, it really slows down the detoxification process. I'm going to talk about lymph glands a little later. So if the lymph glands are swollen up, they're full of junk. They're just filtering out all the junk. And then the body says, okay, what is this? I don't know what to do with it. Let's create white blood cells to attack it. And so now we attack and destroy this thing. Now, next time it comes in your body, your body's trained. We know we need to attack this thing. It's a bad guy. The problem is this. Many times the bad guys, like let's say gluten, for example, are similar to other proteins in your body. So your lining of your colon, many of the proteins in there look like gluten. So if you're super sensitive, your immune system is taught to attack the gluten. Even if you take the gluten out, your immune system is still attacking the colon because it looks similar. So you don't want to get that immune system all riled up. And that's one of the bad things that we do. And if you eat a lot of sugar, it gets the immune system riled up. It causes an inflammatory reaction, causes this leaky gut, big chunks of bac colon, uh, bacteria and protein get absorbed into the blood and you're a mess. So don't start. Hard to quit once you start. Even moderate amounts of alcohol, this can suppress the central nervous system and therefore suppress the immune system. If you've listened to my shows before, you know I'm a chiropractor. 
And my job is to make sure the nervous system is working properly. The brain sends messages down the spine, out the nerves to every cell in the body. So if you have the nervous system not working properly, either physically like a pinched nerve or chemically from bad diet, it can affect the function of the body. And so the immune system is controlled by the nervous system. Be careful. Take care of that nervous system. That's why chiropractic care is so amazing on so many different levels, including helping the immune system. It's really cool. I saw a study one time done at Life University in Marietta, Georgia, where they adjusted someone and they measured their white blood cell act activity before and after the adjustment and the white blood cell activity went up. So it actually stimulated the immune system. Reduce your stress. Another thing you need to do. Stress is known to suppress the immune system. Consider things like meditation, yoga, acupuncture, or chiropractic care, of course, release physical stress. Additional relaxation techniques are, are out there. I breathe. One of my things that I do every time in my car, I practice a conscious breathing. And it's really important. Take a deep breath in, hold it for a few seconds, exhale it. Take a deep breath in, hold it, exhale it. Because we're all stressed. We want to beat that stress so it doesn't blow out our immune system. Get your sleep. Seven to nine hours of sleep every day is perfect if you can do it because your body relies on sleep to recuperate from the daily exposure to stress and toxins and chemicals. Chronic sleep deprivation can significantly reduce your immune system. Take supplements. One of the supplements I said I take is Dr. Joe's probiotics. Another one I take is my immune booster, Dr. Joe's immune booster. Well, it's called wellness booster. And what it does, it gives your immune system a little boost uh, with the supplement. So Dr. Joe's wellness booster, it's on the website, drjoe.com. Uh, it's on, uh, and I have in all my offices, I take that every single day in the winter. So it's really something you want to consider taking uh, because it really helps the immune system. Echinacea, Paudiarco, olive leaf extract, Sumeru. These supplements, these herbs have been shown to help stimulate the immune system. You want to supplement with glutathione and turmeric, if you can. They're very important for the immune system. Glutathione is the chief antioxidant in the body. And it's responsible for enhancing your immune system and helping your liver detoxify. Curcumin, which is turmeric, it's an orange pigment, and it's a very potent free radical scavenger, and it helps improve joint health, cardiovascular health, but it's really important that if you are sick, take this. Now, if you take something like acetaminophen, which can help with pain, and sometimes I have to take it if I'm in chronic pain, what happens is the acetaminophen depletes your supplies of glutathione. So if you're taking a medication when you're sick, cold or flu, and it has acetaminophen in it, that might help your aches and pains, but it's blowing out your glutathione supplies in your liver, which then weakens the immune system. So if you're going to take acetaminophen or any type of medication, uh, non-steroidal anti-inflammatories, I do recommend that you take glutathione as a supplement, whether it's cold and flu or any time of, uh, any time of the year. Optimize your vitamin D. I cannot stress this enough. If I had to give you one thing to do, it would be optimize your vitamin D levels. Now, you need to do all of them, but vitamin D is probably the granddaddy of them all. It's an important immune system modulator, meaning what it does, it's the key to fighting off infections and regulating autoimmunity, keeping your body healthy. Optimum levels, if you get your blood work done, around 50 to 70. Some I go to about 80. That's okay. Um, so I recommend taking 5,000 international units of a high-quality vitamin D supplement every day. Now, you can measure your blood. When you get your blood work done, get your vitamin D levels done. You'll also want to be sure your vitamin D supplement is paired with something called vitamin K, vitamin K2, actually. And we have that on our website, drjoe.com. And it ensures that the, it's going to be safely absorbed and doesn't lead to other problems like calcification of the arteries. So vitamin D, so, so important. It's the cheapest insurance policy you'll ever buy in your life. Five drops a day of Dr. Joe's vitamin D is 5,000 international units. If I feel myself getting sick, I'll take 
20,000 international units. I'll take four, four times the amount for three days. Then I cut back to 5,000 again. You can overdose on vitamin D. It, you got to work at it, though. So I I'll just give myself a little bump if I start feeling under the weather. Exercise is really important. It boosts your immune system by increasing circulation. Increased circulation allows the antibodies, the, the, the white blood cells, the good guys, to travel through your blood system faster, making it easier for your immune system to fight off the, the diseases. Exercise can also enhance your immune system by relieving stress and slowing the release of stress hormones in your body like cortisol. Also, when you're exercising, you're pumping your, your lymphatic system. The lymphatic system we said earlier is the filter system in the body. And when your glands swell up, that's your, your glands swelling up because it's filtering out so much junk, viruses, germs, bacteria, pathogens. And so when you exercise, you contract the muscles, that helps pump the uh, lymphatic system and flush out those lymph glands. So keeping in motion is important. If you're too weak to do that, if you don't have a fever, you can also consider getting a massage. Now, surprising ways you can prevent the cold and flu. You've got to act fast, okay? Colds and flu, uh, travel quickly. Case point, University of Arizona scientists have found that when someone is sick in your office, it takes only four hours for surfaces like the coffee pot handles, the copy machine buttons, the refrigerator door, the bathroom knobs to show traces of the infected virus. Infectious virus, I should say. Considering that the last flu season was so bad, it's well worth arming yourself against these aches and pains and coughs and everything else. We talked about cutting back your alcohol. It, asleep, it interferes with your sleep. It weakens the immune system. Uh, tea. Tea is really important. I drink hot tea every single day, from, uh, only not in the summer. When it starts cooling off, I have tea every single day, all day, as a matter of fact. I start my day with ginger tea, and what I do is I buy organic ginger. I peel it a little bit. Uh, I have a glove that you can wear, so when you use your potato peeler, it doesn't cut your fingers, because inevitably we're going to slice the top of our fingers off. And you can buy it in any good uh, kitchen store. And it's just a glove you can wear, and it, it helps when you hit it, you don't cut your finger. Uh, I roughly peel it, peel it. I don't have to scrub it that much. Uh, I get most of the skin off, and then I put it in a food processor, and I cover it about one-third with lemon juice, and I puree the heck out of it. Then I take these, uh, ginger, and this ginger puree, and I put it in ice cube trays. Puree it a lot to break down the fibers. Ginger's very fibrous. And every morning when I wake up, first thing I do, walk into my kitchen, get up, turn on my teapot. I put in a, a cube of ginger, frozen, because it's an ice cube tray. I just break it out of the ice cube trays. You can add honey to it. You can add stevia to it, lohan, uh, monk fruit. And I drink that every day. Now, drinking the tea and breathing the steam stimulates the cilia, which are the hair, uh, in your nose, and that can move the germs more effectively. Lemon thins mucus. Honey is actually anti antibacterial. If you're going to use honey, make sure it's organic local honey. Don't use a lot because it's still a sugar. But if you want to use a little honey in there, I'm not going to argue with you. But lemon is also great. Then throughout the day, I have these big containers of tea, so I drink a ton of tea. So it's a lot of fluid because fluid helps break up the mucus. It's hot which helps stimulate the immune system and kill off viruses. Viruses don't do well in hot temperatures, very hot temperatures. Uh, and it gives me the fluid that I need to clean out my system. If you go to the gym, wipe down your equipment. Remember, sweaty towels, dirty sneakers, other germy grossness is all over the gym. So you think you're going to the gym to work out, you're probably going to be spreading a lot of viruses, germs, and bacteria. Uh, I'll place a clean towel down first. And the equipment that I touch, uh, like free weights or bicycle handles or anything like that, clean them first with wipes. Make sure you get natural wipes because if they have antibacterial chemicals in it, like triclosane has a lot, is in a lot of these antibacterial uh, chemicals, they are, um, they're going to affect your immune system and they're going to affect your hormone system. So 
What I do is I sanitize my hands. I don't like sanitizer. You can put something like vodka or alcohol. The alcohol content is a great disinfectant. On our website, drjoe.com, again, we have over 1,000 hours of podcasts there. We have all the supplements we're talking about are on the website. Um, we have uh, uh, articles that we've written. But you also in there, we have uh, in the blog, we I think we have the recipe there for hand sanitizer. It's real simple. Equal parts of witch hazel and alcohol, any type of alcohol you want. Vodka, uh, rubbing alcohol. And then you could add a few drops of tea tree oil. And tea tree oil is antibacterial. And that works really well. So you don't have to use those chemicals, sanitizing chemicals. Uh, you can use uh, something natural. Uh, I use that even as a deodorant. You could put alcohol and a little witch hazel and some tea tree oil, and you could put it in a spray bottle and spray it under your arms. It works really well as a deodorant as well. So that's another trick you can do. Why? It's antibacterial and antiviral, and it, uh, it kills off the, the, the viruses, germs, and bacteria. So uh, breathe. When you're walking past somebody who coughs, doesn't this bother you? They go, <laughs> and you're thinking, uh, I picture a cloud of viruses, germs, and pathogens around them. When I walk past somebody like that, I breathe out. Because if the person is sneezing or coughing, I slowly and gently breathe out. Again, breathing is so important until I'm about 10, to about 10 feet away from them. This keeps me from inhaling the air they just contaminated. Does it work? I don't know. Is it worth it? Yeah. Again, I try to do everything I can to not get sick. Uh, Bringing your own stuff. I always bring my own pen if I go somewhere, bank, grocery store, doctor's office, uh, even touching the ATM pads. I always wipe my hands down. It's okay to be a bit of a germaphobe when it comes to this. Giving the body the nutrients that it needs is so important when it comes to keeping the immune system strong. I recommend the minimum supplements, and I've said this every show I think I've ever done in the past 35 years or since we came out with Super Greens and Essential Source. Dr. Joe's Super Greens and Dr. Joe's Essential Source is a must. Now, as a doctor, I know what germs are. I'll be encountering them. I drink a lot of water and tea to constantly flush the toxins out, keep my lymph system flowing. Um, during cold and flu season, I start my day with super greens, essential source, vitamin D, probiotics, and I make sure I, I keep the fluids going in my body all day, every day. Now, as a chiropractor, of course, I always recommend chiropractic care because adjusting can open up the nerve supply to the organs, including the immune organs. So there's several things you have to do on a regular basis to keep yourself healthy. Keep your hands to yourself. I don't use things like water fountains, railings on stairs if I can avoid them. Um, I've got uh, hundreds of thousands of hands, who knows, touching something if you're in something that's a public area. It's never been wiped down. You ever think about that? Like even places like restaurants. How many times has anyone ever washed the door handle to the bathroom? Never. No one ever does that. So who knows how long it's been under those, the, the same circumstance. No one ever wipes those things down. Uh, you can't get sanitized often enough on these surfaces, like even sinks. Uh, I use my own water bottle, of course. I never use anybody else's water bottle. I hope that makes common sense. But I know with teenagers, they like to share everything. So please get your own water bottle if you can. Uh, massage, I receive massages. It increases circulation. It boosts the immunity by nourishing the cells with more oxygen and blood. It makes you feel relaxed, it's less stressful, lowers the cortisol levels, which is good for the immune system. And when you're less stressed, you're less likely to be a germ magnet, okay? Sweating it out is great. Uh, sweating makes you feel like you uh, feel great and also gets the toxins and germs out of your house. I redid my bathroom, my master bed, uh, bedroom a while ago. And the splurge I did is I put in a steam shower. It was a little, not very expensive, a little, little more expensive. But I tell you what, on a cold winter day, or if I start feeling under the weather, I'll just pop on my steam shower, I'll crawl into the steam shower. Now, it's my steam shower. And I don't use a lot of, uh, I use no uh, chemical cleaners, of course. I have a water filter in my house, so I don't have chlorine in the water. 
And I tell you, I, even if I feel a little under the weather, I take that steam shower, it's like a whole new world. Because think about this, when you get sick, what happens? If it's a viral infection, your body gives you a fever. And so if the fever is in there, the body's raising the body temperature to kill off the viruses. So if you can give yourself an artificial fever, raise your body temperature, it can help facilitate killing off the viruses. So it's really cool, you could make a fake fever. That's why hot baths work real well. If you don't have a steam shower, take a hot bath. And the hot, not um, hot to the point you don't want to burn yourself, but you want to get to the point where you can raise your body temperature. And that works so well. Another thing I didn't have to talk about years ago is your phone. Disinfect your phone. Now, as a doctor, I, of course, I have to keep my cell phone with me at all times, during the day, at night. Uh, I might place it on a counter, use it to, you know, uh, to uh, open, door, uh, open a door and then touch the cell phone again. If I push elevator buttons, shaking hands with patients, colleagues. Clean your phone with a natural sanitizing wipe regularly, and that's going to cut back on germs that get near your face and your mouth. Because what do you do? You touch your phone, you touch your mouth, you put your finger in your ear, and you get all these problems. So one of the places people don't think about cleaning is their own phone because that's such a, 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 a cootie, cootie nest, I guess. All sorts of junk grows on there. So keep that phone clean. Cover your mouth and nose when you sneeze uh, using a tissue rather than a cloth hanky because the cloth hanky you're gonna reuse, not a good idea. Uh, cough into your sleeve or the crook of your arm. Of course, that's been touted around. Does it work? I don't know. It's a good idea to do though anyway. So some of the things I'm saying, you might argue with me and say, well, Dr. Joe, I heard that doesn't work. Do it anyway. Because science changes. Maybe it works, maybe it doesn't, but everything I'm telling you today is common sense. Keep your body as healthy as you can. I've even read studies that say that people who sleep in the same bedroom, uh, don't, the likelihood of them getting sick uh, is, is not higher because they're exposed to the germs. All right, so maybe they're right, but I don't wanna take that risk. And so I'm gonna do everything I can to keep myself healthy, and that's what I'm trying to teach you today. We got so much more to cover. Uh, if you do shake hands with somebody, if you touch something that's dirty, of course, what do you do? Wash your hands. Avoid close contact, avoid crowded public places. If you feel sick, the flu is considered a rapid onset fever, chills, and horrible aching in the bones disease. It happens quick. Stay home, get your children to stay home. Don't go to work. Uh, don't run to the emergency room unless you're really having trouble breathing or your fever spikes really high, because if you're in the hospital, you and your family are gonna be surrounded by infectious people. So I'm not saying don't go to the emergency room, I'm saying only go if it's really serious. People with the flu, uh, you feel terrible and you don't wanna go out anyway. But many people use the emergency room as their primary care physician. And so whenever something goes wrong, they go to the emergency room, try to avoid that if you can. Most healthy people are gonna recover in about seven to 10 days total. My mother always had a saying about colds and flu, three days coming and three days going. So as soon as you felt sick, the third day was your peak or your fourth day was your peak and then you started getting better. If I feel myself starting to get sick, I take something called Dr. Joe's seasonal tonic. What this is, it's a combination of herbs that's ginger, horseradish, cayenne pepper, onion and garlic. Sound, it tastes the way it sounds. But I start taking this, I take a dropper full every half hour. And it's amazing how well it works and people swear by it. So what I tell my patients is keep a bottle of Dr. Joe's seasonal tonic with you. And if you start feeling sick, you don't have to take it every day. It's not like vitamin D. It's not like Dr. Joe's uh, wellness booster. The seasonal tonic, if I start feeling sick, I take it on a regular basis. Pilots, uh, people that fly a lot, people that travel a lot, they love this stuff. It's a little bottle, it travels well. And they say, oh my gosh, Dr. Joe, it's amazing. Now you may have some garlic breath after it, but I think it's worth not getting the cold and the flu. Uh, and again, I can't promise it's not gonna, you're not going to get the cold and the flu, but these are the things that I know work real well for me. Once you get the flu, most experts recommend what? Bed rest, plenty of fluids, 
If you're going to take fever reducers, uh, understand it's going to blow out your glutathione and blow out uh, your immune system. So you want to make sure you're taking glutathione, super greens, an essential source. Uh, this is really important that you understand this. Because if you're taking these things, it's going to make your body weaker. We even, uh, I did a show last week, I think it was on coffee. And coffee can actually weaken your body's ability to absorb certain medications, like antidepressants, levothyroxine, if you're on thyroid medication. So understand that your body's a chemical uh, mess sometimes if you're putting bad things in your body. So the supplements I recommend, of course, the vitamin D, uh, Super Green's an essential source, Dr. Joe's Wellness Booster, and then if you do start feeling sick, Dr. Joe's Seasonal Tonic. All that's on the website, drjoe.com. Folks, I'm Dr. Joe Esposito. We'll catch you next time. Thanks for listening to For the Health Fit. Remember to subscribe to this podcast, and I'll help you naturally get well and stay well. You can also listen to and call into my radio show live Sunday evenings from 7 to 9 Eastern Time on wsbradio.com and on the WSB Radio app.